Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Left Media Podcast. We're your hosts, I'm Mitchell. And I'm Mike. And today we're going to do something um, different. Uh, We're going to go from our uh, most viewed episode to our least viewed episode. Uh Uh-oh. In the form of of just kind of doing like a a, a Q&A. We're just talking about ourselves. Yeah, because we posted a couple days ago... Um, that that one of our favorite things about um, podcasting in general is 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 getting to know the host of of the of our favorite podcast. Like, what are they like? What are they into? What music do they listen to? This, that, and the other. And it's it's just a way to to humanize them more, um, make it feel more personal because you you spend all this time like listening to them talk and and you align with uh obviously something a part of them um because you you enjoy listening to them and finding out stuff from them and whatnot so we thought it was was a cool idea to to let you guys uh in into our world and and find out just who we are as as people and um yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So we're we're just gonna uh, sit here and 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 spending forty five minutes to an hour, uh, just bullshitting and, and asking each other questions on on different stuff we like in life. All right, so so here we go. We're gonna go ahead and and, and jump on into this. Um, I guess the most obvious question or questions to to ask off the bat since we review and analyze movies is is uh what was your first favorite movie um that's a good question uh my first favorite film was probably i don't know what it was as a kid you know right yeah um but as like a teenager uh in like junior high and then high school i got really into like uh like gangster movies, mob movies, whatever you yeah. want to call them, and uh, I really loved Goodfellas. That was like, that was that was my favorite movie. Um, I loved all those Casino, Goodfellas, um, anything in that, you know, kind of genre or whatever with that kind of thing to it. But uh, especially because Goodfellas was kind of a, uh, it was odd because it was like a coming of age tale wrapped up in a that kind of film you know right um so it was really about the a lot about the human beings involved um and then about their environment you know um so uh, good fellas that, that's be. that's a super solid pick um i'd have to say for mine is uh man it, it it's really a toss up between the Dark Knight and and the Departed, um, probably with with the Departed pulling it out for me because I I just thought it was uh, it was like the the very first movie that that I remember seeing and being like, God damn, what was that that I just experienced? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scorsese will do that. Yeah, he's he's just fantastic, and and yeah, I mean, just and it 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 was like the the first movie that I really paid attention to that didn't give a shit about its characters because most movies we know always like has the good guy prevail and and he goes on to live the the squeaky clean life. But old Leonardo DiCaprio's character got a bullet in the head in a fucking elevator. And and that was just so shocking and stunning to me and I was just just like, holy shit, that's that's in crazy or that's that's crazy to, to and bold and, and I just remember thinking all of those things and, and uh Yeah, so so the departed. Very cool. I also love the departed. Um, that's probably one of my still my favorite films. What's yeah. so? What's uh, what's your current favorite film? 
current favorite film. It's hard not to say The Departed. Still, because it 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 just holds up so damn well. Anytime I see it on TV, I I try and catch it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, okay. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, still say The Departed because it's it's just. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. I mean, I still love Goodfellas. It's it's probably maybe it's like second or third. The Departed's way up there. Taxi Driver. All yeah, that, you know all yeah. those kind of great, great Scorsese films. Um, but uh, I, I think a little bit, you know, maybe my my taste matured a little bit from Goodfellas to The Godfather. You know. It's like everybody says that's one of the greatest films of all time, and it's like everybody says you have to see that film, but when you see it, you just get it. And yep. then and then I went back and I read the book and then watched the film again as an adult, and I was just really blown away. So, I've not read the book. Oh, it's super good. Super good. That's, and so Yeah, that's what I hear. And it's really interesting how the book is laid out, but it's like they're almost like stories and books within the, 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 the one book. So it's like it's a real tale of these um, of the lives of, of these people and it's just it's really really well laid out. I loved it. Um, but I also really love like Apocalypse Now. It's a hell of a movie. Um, I think we could do an episode on that. And, yeah, and yeah. Probably The Departed too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because I, I just think there's a lot there and um, yeah, love that stuff. Love that stuff. For sure. All right. So, so moving on from that, um, I guess the the second most important question to to go ahead and and, and take on is is um, what's your what's your political belief uh, or their ideology specifically? Um, I, I would probably have to say that it's it's rooted in. Uh, it's ideologically rooted in Marxism Leninism uh, with but I have a lot of respect for uh, many of Mao's ideas sure um, you know I think that uh, in a lot of ways Maoism is kind of that natural uh, extension of Marxism Leninism mm-hmm. uh, I I have not read enough um, uh, and I, I do not yet know enough about it, uh, nor do I align totally, um, probably enough with it to call myself a Maoist. But I totally understand that it's kind of that next, um, it's it's that next step in in, in like the praxis of of, of Marxism Leninism in a lot of ways. So, really sympathetic to that. I mean, I I, I think that that's uh, I think that's really important to kind of uh, you know bridge that and uh, and kind of think about um, a lot of what Mao did uh, practically you mm-hmm. know, to to uh, to kind of further those ideas but um, also you know I'm, I'm, I'm now I'm really into to Rosa Luxemburg you know I had never oh, yeah I hadn't done a lot of uh, a lot of research and reading on uh, in her works but I really respect a lot of the criticism she had of Lenin and um, not all of them have turned out to um, to maybe you know there's a that's debatable on um, uh, you know there 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 are a couple of different kind of sides to that argument I guess but but I really uh, I really respect Rosa Luxemburg man she was yeah her was her critique badass. of 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 um, democracy within Marxism or Marxism Leninism and and upholding the vanguard party and and all of that is it it, it's really thought-provoking to 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 be able because if it's if you need the the vanguard party to kind of like enforce what the people are to believe is it really democratic in a sense and and that's a that's a critique I'd not uh, discovered yet of Marxism, Leninism. You just kind of go along with, well, well, sure they they uphold that 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 line of thought, and and the, the people just go along with it. But what if they don't? And and yeah, and that's where she kind of comes into play, I I, I suppose. And it's yeah. just, it's just really that's well. A, and I think I think a lot of it is kind of like 
she, I, I, you know, I've, I've read some stuff where she's pretty critical of like the uh, what came out of the uh, kind of anti-faction kind of um, reaction of, of Lenin's uh, um, after the revolution, and um, you know, they're, they're, it's a it's a great topic to explore though because yeah. because you know Lenin had a lot of really good reasons for not trusting a lot of you know. Sure. Um, a lot of the folks that were still um, participating in that, uh, and then you can time, cycle, you can cycle that back. Interestingly enough, to to Mao's Cultural Revolution, to to then purge all that bourgeois thought, and yeah. and and it's just so. Yeah, I mean, you can uh, you can you can certainly. Uh, draw from each, and and it it still be like this perfect amalgamation. Yeah, and and that's the thing is like, you know, just like with Mal, um, I think there whether or not I call myself a Maoist, there are things like the uh, protracted people's war and and um, you know the the cultural revolution, um, the mass line. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that I think really. Um, are really great ideas and kind of approaches and maybe strategies or tactics or something. Mm-hmm. And I think what's really important is that we don't, you know, if we disagree with certain uh, uh, parts of, of, of Maoist thought or, or, or some of the ideas, it's, you know, important that we don't throw away some of the ideas that really could be applicable um, to different tendencies, you know? Sure. Um, just like Bookchin is, is, I have a lot of respect for Murray Bookchin because, again, not that I know a whole lot, because uh, I, I, there's there's still plenty to uh, to, to read that I haven't yet, but um, I, I would not call myself a, a communalist or, or libertarian socialist or, or, or anything... Um, that really that he he kind of um, was ideologically aligned with, but uh, what I am really interested in is um, the idea of like municipalism, libertarian municipalism, which may have uh, been kind of a means to achieving a certain type of society for for him. But I think it's much like within these these practical applications for some of these ideas of Mao's. I think the really important thing that that he stressed that kind of pushed him out of of anarchy and 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 calling himself an anarchist was that you know the idea of rejecting voting as a whole the idea of rejecting um like you know community and 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 local politics Mm -hmm. and municipal politics um you know the idea of sending a delegate uh, almost and electing someone who's accountable and responsible to your community um, is really at the very you know base of even like Athenian democracy you know so it's like that's something that I don't think we should really throw out even no. if even if you know if you call yourself a Marxist Leninist you might say what's well, entirely incompatible with some anarchist thought or or communalism or you know, libertarian socialism but I mean there's this really great idea of building these communities. Um, if nothing else, then to oppose the current structure and status quo and use that structure to kind of subvert a lot of the bad shit that it's being used for. So, I mean, I think that, and, and, and you know, I do have a little bit of a bias there because I've, I've, I have and, and do work in uh, political organizing. And so, um, and, and I've worked on different campaigns and things. And so, um I think I'm always drawn to those, to the kind of practical side of, of, of these, this strategy, these approaches uh, of how to engage a community and, um, you know, big picture, I'm very much a, a Marxist-Leninist and with a lot of um, respect for Mao and, and uh, I think it's important though that we take, uh, for example, Bookchin's, you know, ideas on municipalism mm-hmm. and see how we can use those um i think that uh for example uh mass unionization and daniel de leon and 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 and, um you know the ideas of the um international workers of the world and you know uh groups like that and 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 approaches like that really inspire me to work 
uh, almost prefiguratively in in the here and now to um, build something of a of a of a little bit uh, better structure, even if if just locally and and in our communities where we are now, um, I think that um, that's that's really inspiring to me, especially like if you look at you know black panther party uh you know and 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 how they used maoist thought and, and the mm-hmm. protected people's war and, and and you know uh did did a lot of things within those communities i uh, i think there's a lot there so um i know that's kind of a long answer but no no um, that's fucking great dude but i just i don't i don't like saying i'm this and i reject all other you know if if i'm um you know authoritarian in a way i reject and I support the Vanguard Party. I reject all anarchist thought, or you know, I don't really like that idea. And I realize the incompatibility of a lot of these tendencies. Sure, uh, you have to, but um, but I think there are still things within each each of these um, many, at least, uh, of these uh, thoughts that and ideologies and tendencies that that can be used um, to to kind of form leftist um build up leftist communities you know and that's why at the end of the day i call myself a leftist right. and then we can get into this discussion of like you know why that is and um and 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 it's such a longer explanation but, yeah um, yeah but it, that's that's where i'm at you, you 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 tell me i mean yeah it, it it's i'm for uh, for me i, I i'm 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 nowhere near as like politically uh, developed as as you. I'm I'm still extremely new to all of this, but but based on like my own personal growth and individual growth, um, I've I've uh, I guess I kind of started as as a um, some some weird form of like libertarian. And then slowly made my way further left with the discovery of of Bernie and and his his rise and and here recently I I think like I, I've kind of kind of landed on without any like official affiliation or anything uh, to, to 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 be a, a Marxist Leninist Maoist at, at least in in. Uh, thought and and ideology without being like like i said tied to any one party or anything yeah yeah and i, and I want to make clear too that i have no specific party affiliation at this moment uh either but i i, I would disagree that you're not as politically developed or something i mean you the 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 research you've done into maoism um you know far outweighs what i have and so that's you know i uh i've learned things about maoism from you so it's like you know that's that's what it's about, and that's why we have these conversations and do podcasts and and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I, so. I I really think uh, Brett from from Revolutionary Left Radio panned um, uh, or like really coined uh, that was the wrong word, not panned, coined um, the the I, I guess he did. That's the first time that I've ever heard it. But but to, he he claimed himself as a, as a pan leftist. Yeah. And, and that's I th- a good way of putting it. Yeah, I, 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 ultimately, I think that's what I would use to to describe uh, myself to 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 people like really not in the in the know, if that makes sense. Like like between me and you, like I can say like, oh well, I have a lot of Ma- Maoist ideology, and and I, I I take on more of a Maoist bent. Um, but outside of that, I I, I think uh, well, it depends on how much time you have too. Sure, because yeah, yeah it's uh, like you like your answer just then was was long and and that's fine. I'm not I'm not like getting on to you or anything. <laughs> that was a great fucking answer. I, I I love that amalgamation of. But we save it for the podcast, right? In these kind right. of conversations. It, it's just a lot of times when when you're trying to, uh, especially like on Twitter, you got 140 characters and. And uh, it's it, it's hard to to explain this that and the other, but but most recently I, I think I've I've taken on more of a a, a Maoist ideology and um yeah that's great and so um let's get into uh, which is kind of the, the a similar question but the, kind of the next question which is something I really want to know and I think we could both 
get into uh, how you arrived at the political tendency or ideology that you currently have. You talked a little bit about starting maybe somewhere vaguely on the right or or libertarian, unfortunately, right, 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 right wing libertarian, and then kind of. Um, Making your way through the Democratic Party and Bernie Sanders, and then continuing to kind of radicalize or something. So, it's, tell us how you got there. It's it's really weird because, like, even before I I just regurgitated shit that I was conditioned to regurgitate. Right? Yeah. So that's like socially, I was always uh, more liberal. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just like uh, legalized marijuana, I was totally cool and 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 supported uh, gay marriage. Uh, even even as this weird fucking libertarian ideology going through my head, I I, I still like supported all of these mainly liberal social things. But for whatever reason, I was like, no, the left sucks. And, and that's 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 like I grew up around it. Yeah. And growing and up in the South, especially the, the American South, is kind of I got a lot of that too. You know? Yeah, it's like everything's just kind of, or a lot of things, at least at this point in in, in history, are 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 kind of um, tainted with like a, a a little bit of a right wing um, thing. Yeah, you know, it's it's vaguely right wing. It seems like most people there's 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 a lot of racism and 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 there there's just a lot of you know vaguely right wing shit happening mm-hmm. um, and that it's reinforced a lot of the time. Yeah, um, and then three or four years ago, whatever the time frame was, Bernie Sanders started popping up a, a whole bunch in in my Facebook timeline, and I was like. Well, I see a whole lot of whole lot of people talking about him. What's what's this guy about? And and uh, um, oddly enough, the guy that told me about him uh, has since deleted me off of his Facebook because now I I have more of a communist bent. So so I was a bit too extreme for him, and he's the one that got me into Bernie and and kind of basically set me on the path that I'm on um, or been on for for the past how many ever years it's been and. Um, so I, I I started learning about him. Got kind of reactionary because I, I, a lot of people termed him a, a, a socialist, and I know I know like like folks on the on the left or the far left like scoff at that and whatnot. But I was like, whoa, he's a socialist. Hold on now, that that might be scary. Mm-hmm. What's what's that about? And and. Uh, uh, I kind of went back and forth on that. Then uh, that's when you and I met, and and I've I, I like to not, not to sound arrogant or anything, but but I I like to believe that I I always keep like an open mind, and and I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong or or have wrong views on on something, and can can be like, well well yeah, I fucked up there, and sure, and, there's like a general search for uh, um like a uh, you know what is true or what is kind of right. Or, you know, and uh, man, objectively when, maybe sure, and and every instance that 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 I um had had a some some weird like vague kind of like I said libertarian mindset on something and and questioned you on it. Every every time you you said something that that made so much more sense than than what it was that I I thought was true and it was a it was a, a counter that couldn't really be disputed and I was like well shit I guess I guess I might as well hop on the uh, the left train here and mm-hmm. and uh, man I've I've rode it straight to like I said having a a, a Maoist bent great yeah I mean I'm 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 really Glad we had all those conversations, and and I'm glad that. Uh, it's like I said, I, I've I've learned stuff from you too. So it's like, you know, I'm glad we can uh, kind of sit here and, and and do a podcast on it now. Yeah, after, yeah, it's, it's still wild. I still have those kinds of conversations. Um, I, I think uh, I I totally agree about starting out uh, vaguely right wing or or something. 
identifying with something like that I, I just because of the environment here kind of in in, um, in the, the American South but um, I've, I've uh, you know through kind of maturing out of that and beginning to to you know um, you know uh, do my own studies and kind of um, my own research and question a lot of that stuff is I always question things politically. Oh yeah. Um, so I always knew that I would probably end up with some sort of, uh, you know, firm ideas about the way the world should work politically or whatever. But um, uh, then I, I ended up going to school for it, and and you know I'm I've I've just gotten kind of deeper um, into you know th- there's so many layers of it, um, but I think. You know something that you have uh, throughout history, uh, political theory and, and philosophy. Um, it, it's like, you know, just like we talked about taking ideas and building upon them. You oh know? yeah, that's I, th- I guess what creates that big structure and those layers. Um, and uh, I think I, I, I initially approach it now. Uh, thinking about political theory and philosophy is is kind of an ancient Greek approach of what is the role of the state. You know, that's kind of the first thing, uh, first big thing I questioned. You know, kind mm-hmm. of like uh, there's um, figuring out the role and the function and the structure of the state overall, and and the relation of the individual to the community and and how to organize a society in that way. That's what really gets me, and and what really pulled me in was. Um, you know, uh, just kind of the big picture, like you read Plato, you read Aristotle, and though I, I, I totally, you know, almost entirely disagree with what Plato kind of ends up with um, in, in the Republic, I still appreciate that then someone like Aristotle comes along and kind of gets a little further down the road and um, just kind of builds on that. And I just, I, just like we talked about in Leftist Thought, when you when you build on you take an, an idea from something that seems almost incompatible with something else and you build on it you might get something that works you know mm-hmm. um, so it's it's worth exploring uh, you know I, I just I like that kind of how the individual relates to the community approach rather than the like Machiavellian kind of um, individual in government um, achieving power you know and, right. and power structures I I don't, uh, I'm interested in that, you know, I've read some of that, but that's not what I want to be a part of, you know, right. uh, and, and, and so, you know, kind of being on the left, I really want to look at it from a collectivist perspective and, and, um, I, and I know that that's not, um, exclusively collectivists on the left, but, uh, I just I think that initially started to draw me when you look at these early philosophers and these these political minds and these early political works. Um, there's those the, those big questions about the role of the state, the role of the individual in the community in society, and 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 that's what initially brings me in. Um, I, I typically, you know, for example, reject um, Hobbesian, you know theories of, of, of the way that um, the individual works and, and the way that there's a, a uh, monarch needed and such strict, you know, rule that uh, be- because we're all savages and we'll all, you know, eat each other alive, you know, it's kind of the, his original state of nature premise where everybody fends for themselves. I, 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 I want to give us more credit than that. Um, but uh, Okay, so... All right, help me out here because, uh, like I uh, admitted last week, I, I I don't know near as as, as much of uh, philosophy as I would like to. I know I know a little bit um, some of the smaller stuff that I can I can kind of get into. But is 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 is, is Hobbes where the the whole um, like basically like the the whole like communism won't work because human nature is is greedy or or whatever is is that basically kind of where that started you may be able to you may be able to say that i mean it's you know i'm no expert on hobbs um i should read more but i make i've I've made the mistake of because i i know it's something i i tend to reject mostly um based on my ideas that i i haven't 
read everything, right? You know, um, so that's that's a little bit of a blind spot for me. But but um, it, yeah, I mean, you know, the original kind of state of uh, nature premise, right? Is that uh, you 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 drop these people in this um, this this um, place of being, and 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 you kind of see how you believe things will play out uh, naturally, right? Okay. And, um, and of course, this is pre French Revolution. This is this is uh, pre left and right as we think of it now. So this is not it. That's why it's hard to kind of apply to that. Um, okay. But but you you could you could say that you know you could you could kind of pull from that and say that um, the individual um, going back to Machiavelli the individual in power is kind of the and the power structures are what's important and it's about a, a certain skill which goes back to Plato because Plato is kind of has this idea of the perfect form of government which the only way to reach the perfect form of government is if government is run by individuals in their perfect form, which is kind of an elitist bad idea, right? Um, it's undemocratic. And, uh, and you know, thus the Republic by Plato, right? But, um, but Aristotle came along and thought that more of that should be in the hands of the people, but we weren't there yet, you know. And then, and you just have this this kind of back and forth. So I would I would say that um, eventually maybe Hobbes does kind of reinforce the idea of of, of individuals um, and and human nature being a certain way, um, which I believe to be conditional, you know. Um, so I don't I don't buy it. I don't believe that is a, a certain way, and that. Um, that that something can't work because humans are a um, you know not a tabula rasa kind of thing where where humans are a blank slate, but they are right. you know uh, just going to be a certain way, and so we have to have this this elite, um, very you know this elite kind of monarch and this structure to hold everything in place because. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be chaos if not. Um, so you know it, it, it's our appetites and our desires, you know that that I, that from what I've read, Hobbes really thought drove everything. Right. So it's like we have these innate, I guess, appetites and desires um, that will, you know, be detrimental to a, a society or government or whatever if not for a very strict and specific rule. Um, of course, uh, you know somebody out there is going to disagree with that, and please go ahead and let us know because <laughs> you you very well may know way more about that subject than me. So totally open to that. Hit us with that. Um, but um, you know, uh, 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 one of the things about Hobbes is that he um, he did kind of bring contract theory into the conversation. Um, I don't know if it started before him, but you know, you got Rousseau and, and, and Locke and Hobbes and there was this kind of um, these different ideas about what an individual gives up and consents to in a contract with a wider community or state to um, to in in you know in order to achieve certain things. Mm -hmm. uh, big picture, right? But uh, Hume came along and decided that um, we can only kind of tacitly consent. There's not, you know, if you're born into an environment, you don't necessarily consent to capitalism because you're born into a capitalist society, right? Right. Um, and, and so it's, is it real consent? And that's where he came in, and that's, that's something I really appreciate um, because, you know, you're just kind of immediately starting to be shaped by your surroundings. We talk about that, about the American South kind of shaping how we... We approached things before we really started reasoning our our way out of that. Um, but what I draw from this is that we get from this a need for constant review, you know, and new and 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 constant consent for um, how things operate, and that's how a healthy democracy, I feel like, should operate at the center of whichever, you know, economy or form of government or whatever. Uh, so that can be seen in, seen in democratic centralism. Can be seen in the mass line, you know, uh, aspects of it in early Athenian democracy, like we talked about. Mm -hmm. So, I thought that was really this is another really long answer, but I thought 
I thought that was really important because that can go back to Rosa Luxemburg. That is where kind of democracy and the people being in power instead of this elite group it comes from and is reinforced. And so that was like, I'm always probably going to have that uh, as a as a cornerstone of my ideology because of that. Um, and uh, and so I think that. Uh, just the way Marx thought of dialectics as a tool and applied it to to his uh, materialism um, when Hegel was an idealist, uh, I think we, you know, I began to think that we should pull from all of these other areas mm-hmm. and apply it to that core of of Marxism, you know, um, and and that's kind of how I think I've I've gotten here because the the left is just a a pool of of great ideas and and we have to be respectful of the origin of those. And not take them completely out of context, but not be afraid to try and you know apply them elsewhere as well. Uh, and so I think you know, as democracy is to the republic, socialism is to capitalism in a sense. You know, um, I think that democracy is more the rule of the people instead of the few elite in a republic. Um, I think an economy should reflect that. I think capitalism. I begin to I began to to, to believe that capitalism did not reflect the masses the way that democracy does you know in 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 elected government and and so on and um so after at that point i thought you know economic representation and socialism just like um democracy should be equal and universal and if you have that belief you can't help but force yourself further and further left i believe so um that's really really long but uh that's how I got there. Yeah, that's that's fucking great. You were you were showing me the fuck up here. <laughs> no, I mean I just that's that's you know that's just uh it's it's a uh, I, I ramble. That's no, that's that's, that's totally do. fine. That yeah, you're 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 good. That's a that's I just a, wanted to start at one end and, and arrive at this other. Yeah, place man, <laughs> that, that that's that's totally fine. I I like how you. Uh, you wrapped it up and and to, to to one like political and philosophical burrito. It was. I hope so. It was very, very good. Um, Thanks, man. So, um, what? Moving moving on from from that. Now that you've you've covered different like authors and and uh, philosophers and and whatnot. Uh, what are your favorite leftist works? I'm going to try to make this short and sweet. Okay. Um, uh, the Manifesto, Communist Obviously, Manifesto, it's, yeah. you start there, um, um, Marx at Engels, and then you go, I believe, to the State and Revolution um, and What is to be Done by Lenin. Uh, and I think, you, 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 for me, the State and Revolution made everything click because, um, it, the, like I said, the structure and kind of the organization is a big thing for me. And that is where a lot of that came together. You know, Marx had a lot of the criticisms and and um, really laid out a lot of the um, contradictions. Uh, and then uh, I feel like Lenin and State and Revolution really kind of put the pieces together as to what, um, you know, what the next step was in, in, in more of a practical way. Um, I think... Um, uh, I'm reading a lot of Rosa Luxemburg right now. Like I said, I'm I'm, I'm making my way through that and a lot of her critiques of, of Leninism, which is really interesting. Um, um, that's you know, I'll I'll leave it at that. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's 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 so much. But uh, but that's the that's where it starts uh, as far as leftist works. You know, once you get past all the the um, the other stuff we just kind of talked about earlier on, when you get to Marx. Then it's a whole other thing, and then you 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 kind of start this other trajectory. And, yeah, uh, I'm. Mine's kind of weird because I'm I'm like only. I'd say close to to uh, a a year of being indoctrinated to to all of this. <laughs> so um, I've I've read all of the manifesto, and then I've I've read like. A lot of state and revolution. I've I've read a lot of Mao. Um, I haven't read any Luxembourg yet. Um, I hadn't for a long time. Yeah, um, I've I've read a little bit of Stalin, 
and and it's 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 not I, I don't I don't want to like portray like I, I've, I've like read all of this stuff because one I don't have um, all the means to uh, I some I, I, I do a lot of reading from from marxist.org so do I so um, do I. it's a it's a great place to uh, to read a bunch of stuff if you don't know about it yeah, uh, again sure. it's it's marxist.org and and, and they've they've got um, uh, just a, a huge library of stuff to read from so but but I feel like I've read enough of of each person to to be able to comfortably say and and feel like I I, I, I at least kind of am, am comp- competent enough to, to talk about these these things and 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 not uh, again I don't want to portray like I've I've like read all of these different works and yeah neither because, have I. I mean because I, I I haven't and um we're we're both working people and and just don't have a the, the time to really dedicate to all of the and I just don't have the the means other than 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 a phone to to read stuff on um so uh again I've 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 read just a little bit uh, of 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 each person to 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 really be able to to, to form what I think is is at least a a, a competent knowledge and and yeah. be able to hold a discussion with somebody on on each thing. Yeah, uh, I would I would also add, um, you know, uh, Marxism and the National Question. I believe it is by by Stalin mm-hmm. and uh, as to what a nation is or is defined uh, and is supposed to be. Um, I think there, you know, whether you agree or disagree with a lot of, of, of Stalin, um, I, I think that that's a really interesting work. Origin of Family and Private Property in the State by Ingalls, super interesting. Uh, also, you know, I don't agree with all of that, but it's really, really interesting, uh, uh, kind of a look at, at, at society. And um, I know you've read uh, On Authority. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. On Authority by, is, by Ingalls, is, is fucking great. It's, and all of those, uh, I think, can be found on Marxist.org. Yeah, that's so. where I read On Authority is, is Marxist.org. So, yeah, that's that's uh, that's definitely one of the things I've managed to finish. Um, it's not as long stuff. For sure. And uh, we're going to talk about a few podcasts because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question about that here in a minute. Really quick. Uh Let's kind of just run through any guiding philosophy or philosophies kind of removed uh, from what we've already talked about. Um, any kind of yeah, I'd. Um, I'm just going to name I'd... a couple off. You know, if you've got some um, that 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 have, you know kind of helped guide you through this. Sure. Oh, oh, me, so. me. Oh, yeah. Either way. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I guess. Uh, I, I I know we're both materialists, right? That's we're, one of them. Uh, we're both determinists. Yeah. Um. That's pretty much as far as as I've gotten. Well, I guess no. I I feel comfortable in saying I'm a rationalist as as well. We've we've talked about that pretty extensively as well. Yeah, I agree. And. Uh, you know, we're not going to, because we could spend forever on that, but I agree with those three. Um, I identify with those three, um, and and we can delve into that maybe some other time. But uh, I think those three things are important for, um, uh, they're important philosophies for a foundation in leftist politics. Um, yeah, absolutely. That, when when we originally started talking about that, like, if you, if you zoom out from, from your political beliefs, that how how your your philosophical beliefs then shape your right um, political beliefs. That that's where this stuff really gets that, that that there's so much meat to get into that right there. Yeah, it's really interesting and fascinating and fun to get into for sure. Uh, let's talk about um, let's talk about some of uh, some of the podcasts we like. Um, okay. Give me, give me just a couple of your favorite podcasts. Um, obviously, Rev Left is 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 the the number one at the moment. Um, the Guillotine with with Brett and then Doctor Bones. Um, the Discourse Collective is super good. Um, just non political podcast i i really like we're we're both huge into wrestling and and i like um several wrestling podcasts um and really anything that that kind of features um favorite actors or or movies that that come on 
So I'm I'm super into that for sure. Um, How about you? Yeah, I'd say of course Revolutionary Left Radio. Um, it's just a it's a an incredible like course uh, and 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 like huge audible textbook in in leftist history and theory and it's it's incredible. Uh, for some of the, the 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 data and the number stuff, I listen to five thirty eight for what's going on. Uh, just some polling and stuff that I like to follow. Um, uh, I listen to uh, True Crime Garage. I'm a big true crime guy. Um, my wife and I listen to that all the time. Uh, we love that stuff. And uh, so so shout out to them. Uh, I'm a music guy. I listen to Walk in the Floor uh, with Chris Shiflett. It's uh, he interviews uh, kind of like. Uh, people on country music and different oh, things cool. like that um i listen to uh grizzly bear blues live because we're in memphis and we're basketball people so um listen to uh, a little bit of intentional talk from major league baseball network um listen to jalen jacoby um for some sports sports podcasts um uh stuff you should know is cool yeah um and uh, oh um uh- uh, philosophize this. There that's you go. A, that's another great one that I'm. I'm uh, like I said last week. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to, to quickly catch up to <laughs> be able to to uh, know more about Hobbes and and Aristotle and all of those folks. Well, there's a there's a shit ton to learn. I mean, there's yeah. so much. I don't. I don't know half of it. But uh, also um, uh, a podcast called The Working Songwriter by one of my favorite songwriters, Joe Pug. Um, just throwing that out there. Love those podcasts. Um, so uh, let's move on to uh, to. Do you have a favorite uh, like quotation by a leftist or any any words that are uh, a favorite of yours? Um, yeah, of of course. Um, I, I I think I think my um, the I mean the go to is 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 um, just always gonna be workers of the world unite um and then uh the the proletariat have has has nothing to lose but its chains um the most recent one is is by uh anarcho daddy up in up in seattle who uh who who hit the uh the seattle council with uh when the oh yeah when it when it's our turn uh we won't we won't make excuse for the that's it yeah that's it for the terror yeah, and he, and he yeah marks and yeah he, he quotes he marks and then he fucking off. dips, he he got on out there, um, so so yeah that I went blank on it but it's it's still new to me no so. for sure uh, yeah I, I'm gonna go with some just a couple of things Rosa Luxemburg I've, I've read recently uh, of course the Rosa Luxemburg it's, it's a little bit cliche because it's everywhere but uh, those who don't move uh, do not notice their chains yeah that's just a great a great thing that's uh, a great quote yeah. Um, and then I would say, um, uh, just generally, uh, in some of those critiques, um, uh, I would say uh, this one, uh, quote, without general elections, without unrestricted freedom of press and assembly, uh, and free struggle of opinion, life dies out in every public institution, becomes a mere semblance of life, in which only the bureaucracy remains as the active element, end quote. And that's, you know, in some of those critiques of the USSR and... and, uh, and um, you know, I, I think uh, this is this is another great one from from uh, Rosa Luxemburg, and I'll I'll, I'll end with this um, quote: "What presents itself to us as bourgeois legality is nothing but the violence of the ruling class, a violence raised to an obligatory norm from the outset." End quote. So I think uh, I, I'd like to use those. There's 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 so many, but I like to use those just because they're what I'm reading right now. Yeah, um, yeah, that's cool, man. Super cool. Let's. Uh, what, uh, what would what would you one, what what's your favorite uh, political song slash? What would you recommend as a as a political song? Oh, that's to a people. Great, that's a great question. Um, I would say uh, I, my favorite is probably "Killing in the Name" by Rage Against yeah. the Machine, and pretty much anything. Definitely their first record. Um, anything from them is going to be super cool, in my opinion. Um, I, I think we're unaligned a little bit ideologically. Uh, I think they're kind of an anarcho-syndicalist uh, group in, in belief, yeah. um, but I, I, I respect that and uh, I appreciate so much of their work. And uh, then I would say uh, 
a lot of Bruce Springsteen songs. You know, Bruce Springsteen was one of the the first guys that I really listened to way back, and uh, and um, one of my favorite artists. And you know, uh, there, there's a lot of good stuff there about just kind of like working class people, and uh, and I think that uh, Ghost of Tom Joad though is probably the song I would I would I would recommend, which is kind of a an, an extension of the the character from Grapes of Wrath uh, from mm-hmm. John Steinbeck. Um, which is a, a great work all its own. I would certainly recommend that. Uh, but I think Rage Against the Machine covered Ghost of Tom Joad as well. Oh, cool. Um, by Bruce Springsteen. And then when I saw Bruce live in Nashville, uh, Tom Morello played guitar with him on that song. Sweet. So, uh, and then I would also throw out uh, Rich Man's War by Steve Earle. Uh, a lot of Steve Earle songs are great, um, especially that, that record is called The Revolution Starts Now. And... Uh, so I would I would throw that out there. How about you? Man, I I uh I think we can't make it here by by James McMurtry. Yeah. We uh Steve Earl sang on a version of that too with him. Oh cool. I didn't know yeah. that. Uh we we saw him here live a, a couple years ago and and it was a it was a great performance and then you showed me um more of his his work and and that included uh we can't make it here and i uh, real quick uh i just wanted to, to quote some of the some of the lyrics here um some have maxed out all their credit cards some are working two jobs and living in cars minimum wage won't pay for a roof won't pay for a drink if you got to have proof just try it yourself mr ceo see how far five to fifteen or five dollars and fifteen cents an hour will go. Take a part-time job at one of your stores. I bet you can't make it here anymore. Yeah, that's just fucking great, and that's so relatable to anybody, anybody, left or right, whatever your uh, political stance is. You can hear that and be like, "Fuck, he's not wrong there." Yeah, I think that's great, and uh, um. You want to wrap it up there? I mean, that's a great note to end it on. Yeah, no, yeah. No pun intended. But, um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think, uh, you know, this has been fun. It's yeah, been, uh, yeah, it really has. Um, we will uh, be back to our regular format uh, next week, and we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, please hit us with any answers to any of these questions that you all have or uh, or any more questions on Twitter at uh, Left Media Pod. Um, and, again, we appreciate you tuning in. Yep. All right, in solidarity, comrades.